I'm going to kill him. I sit up slowly as I prepare myself for battle. I remove the sleep mask from my eyes. He has his own shower. I've had this conversation with him several times. Sure, it can get confusing to understand boundaries when you work for someone and you live with them and they're having sex with you, but that's why I've been agonizingly clear with him. I let him sleep in my bed last night. He was upset, and the sound of him pacing outside my room was keeping me up anyway. Dion, I call. I'm not taking a shower. He responds over the running water. He pops out, holding a tablet in one hand and an espresso in the other, grinning too brightly for this early in the morning. I'm running it for you. Knew the sound would wake you up, even if it was to yell at me. Oh. Good. He hands me the miniature cup, stands there watching me as if he's waiting for me to ask him something. And then, with a rush, I I remember, did anyone read it? Grinning even wider, he hands me the tablet. Oh, they read it. It's been taken down, duh, but people copied and reposted. It's everywhere. And he's not kidding. The message boards are covered with my words, plus people's most adoring comments. It's like people didn't know I could read and write, I say. They're mostly positive. You did a great job, Purse. You showed us all a side of her most people didn't know they were missing. Plus, people think you're kind of a rebel. Kind of? Well, I always knew it. He smirks. Kisses me. Playfully, I push him back. I haven't brushed my teeth yet. Even I wouldn't want to put him through that. Visitor at door one. Who is that? I don't know. Well, get rid of them. I need to get ready. Yes, ma'am. He leaves the room so I can get dressed. But before I even reach the bathroom, there's a knock at my door, which is weird because... Persephone? It's black. I freeze. My heart thumps over the running water. I take a deep breath. It isn't hard for me to act confidently. The trick is making people believe it. God, I wish I'd brush my teeth. I pull open the door. Good morning, Madam President. I'm sorry to disturb you, but I think you know why I'm here. She smiles tightly, and I lead her to a small table and chair set by the window. Luckily, I always leave everything in my room in order. ah, Damn it. I definitely kick one of Dion's socks under my bed. Boundaries. (laughs) I sit. She doesn't. Instead, she surveys the crowd outside the bricks. They haven't moved since last night. They seem... So comfortable there, like they've been mourners their whole lives. Just waiting somewhere to be called in. I I still can't believe it myself. I don't think I've ever seen Black give vulnerability a try. She speaks slowly, turns to me with icy blue eyes. They're contacts. She thinks people can't tell, and it isn't easy, but there's something comforting about seeing flaws in people who try this hard to seem flawless. Cosmetic genetic modification was all the rage about a hundred years ago. Our current crisis was caused inadvertently by an overdependence on antibiotics, not by fucking with your kids' genes. But the trial by media was swift and cruel. After it came out, our widespread medical intervention had led to our current biological crisis. Modification became a big no-no. No matter how tenuous its connection was to the antibiotic apocalypse, the playing God thing made people uneasy something they rapidly tried to erase. But still, a handful of seed samples were already fucked with. Black just got the bad luck of someone who thought their kid would just look lovely with lavender eyes. 
lavender. I haven't seen them myself, but I know she keeps them covered to avoid being associated with the vanity of the generations that brought us here. Dion seems to be very attentive. Yes, I say, not sure if she's assuming anything. Very on top of things. All right, well, she's definitely assuming something. Extremely professional, especially compared to my last few chaperones. That should end things. I've had a bad string of shafts. We can't all be as lucky as Rhea to have the same slave forever. Sorry, I meant sister. Black turns away from me again. I saw your post. It was quite touching. We traced it back to Dion's device. Was it his idea? No. (laughs) No shit, I think. Didn't think so. Didn't seem like his style. Didn't seem like yours either, if I'm being honest. It isn't like any of us have ever been in this situation before. I wasn't sure how to process. Mm. Mm -hmm. How are you feeling today? I think quickly, trying to decide whether to be someone who tells the truth or someone she can trust. I know how they need me to be. Yes, I understand I'm sure you know, but I really cared for Iris. I thought she was exceptional. She was. There's an unexpected stab in my gut that comes with hearing about her in the past tense. I dig my fingernails into my palms to keep from reacting. I'm going to need a favor, she says. My face must convey my surprise. I need you to write another post about Iris. One that draws on your relationship. Oh boy, a sequel, I think. This one needs to be slightly more confessional. It needs to be about her relationship with Eros. What? Eros paid about as much attention to Iris as he did to a good lamp. The feeling didn't seem completely mutual, but I always thought Iris was just interested in him because Iris always wanted what Rhea had. Rhea was born to be the star, the real savior, the sacred sister. Didn't matter how exceptional Iris was, Rhea always had that, whether she liked it or not. As you must know, she was in love with him. I think love is just a strong word. I stammer, and I mean it. Her fawning over Eros never matched the thing she really loved, like performing or attention. Where is Black getting any of this? They were together. Had been for months. I just stared at her blankly. It just doesn't make any sense. For reasons unknown to anyone alive, Eros has been smitten with Rhea since we were like 14. Yes, they've both been seen around with other people, but not people like Iris. And they always ended up back together as quickly and mysteriously as they'd separated. Besides, Iris and Eros had nothing in common. They just, you look confused. Which is strange for someone who describes herself as, what was it? Like a sister to Iris? I just don't know if Iris would have wanted people to know about that. I I mean, everyone knows Eros is with Rhea. People would think Iris had like, stolen him or something. Well, that depends how you tell it. It's been strictly need to know, but Iris was close, and I know exactly what she means by that. She was responding, 
There was a conversation with Eros about becoming involved. At some point, they just became more involved. I speak before I can catch myself. That just doesn't sound true. Well, that's your job. Why does anyone need to know about any of this? Iris is dead. The last word seems to hit her somewhere I can't see. At this stage, I can't tell you why it matters, but I can tell you it may help bring this whole thing to an end sooner. I know, I know. What the fuck was I thinking? Why would I lie for Eros under these circumstances? Well, what it comes down to was the look on his face when he asked for my help. We never ask each other for things. There's nothing we ever needed from each other. Everything we want, we tend to get. Our relationship was built off convenience more than anything, and a fine sense of the absurd. We connected over an eye roll when we were 10 and started fucking when we were 16, mostly because people told us not to. Someone resurrect Jane Austen. It isn't about love, it's about having a partner in all of this. I woke up with him on my mind after dreaming of Iris all night. I scratch at the thick makeup that covers the tattoos on my left arm. My feet clump along the hallway. These shoes don't fit. I usually borrow something from Hera for days like this, but she wasn't speaking to me this morning. I know. Silence is the least I deserve. Black's team had to style me instead, and I look just as sexy as you'd think. It isn't that I think these things are about me. It's just that when... We usually make an appearance at some dead bureaucrat or general's memorial service. We end up making a fashion statement. Whether we like it or not, there are just aren't a lot of trendsetters left. Or trends. Loving the heels. Shar catches up to me on an upper floor of the new Capitol building in only a few steps. I hardly recognize you with sleeves. I say, these kind of occasions are the only ones where Shar ditches the tank tops and sneakers look. We walk down the hall of the makeshift multi-purpose headquarters. It used to be a mall. Yeah, a mall. A high-end one, sure, but people used to eat pretzels in the room that's now used to stockpile weapons. God bless Minnesota. Did you read what Purse wrote? It's too unbelievable to be manufactured, I say. And then I remember what she wrote, which was, um... A sister not in name, but in something stronger. A bond born long before we were. We shared what was left of this world to share. She knew how much you all loved her. My only regret is selfish, but important. Not telling her how much she inspired me. What the fuck is that? Nobody inspires purse. I read it like nine times to make sure it wasn't a joke. I can't believe how quickly it spread, Shar says. It's been shared over a million times. This stuck out even among the hundreds of conspiracy theories about what happened to Iris. Where's Eros? He asks. Over the clacking of my heels on the granite floor. Apollo is apparently keeping a close watch on him. That makes sense. I heard Artemis and Dion talking about him getting reassigned for losing him that morning. Fantastic. Maybe they'll relocate him, I suggest. He's still showing up for Hera? Yep. That's exactly what Hera needs right now. The fucked up part is she still loves him. She just won't forgive him. That's sad. Char says. I think it's badass. She is badass. I know it might not sound like it from what I said last night, but there's no one I respect as much as my sister. I was mad, yeah, a little. 
at her, but mostly at Eros for getting me to this, even though I know he didn't want to be in it either. I don't blame Hera for what happened between Iris and Apollo. I mean, after Hera miscarried, she spent years in and out of this awful depression. I actually thought Apollo was being so great during the worst of it. But then I found out about Iris. Iris, who spent her entire life trying to prove she was the real new Hera, to the point of fucking her boyfriend. Hera's always been so good at sacrificing her time and her body, but Iris ruined the only thing my sister had for herself. I'm the one who found them. I'd left my sunglasses in a classroom and saw them there. They were kissing, and then she was dragging her lips down his neck, and all I could think was that I was finally seeing her as her true self. A vampire. They begged me not to say anything, both sharing in the unimaginable horror of being hated by someone, let alone someone they both loved. I mean, I told them I'd think about it, but instead I went right to my sister and I watched her heart break. There are still days when I wonder if that was the right decision, but I mean, she deserves more than that. Charlotte keeps telling me Iris is my family and I need to do whatever I can to help her, but Hera and Eros, those are two people I love. As bad as I feel for Iris, and I swear I do, I can't let her ruin both of them. Can I ask you something? Shahar says, snapping me out of my interior monologue. Shoot. Where was Eros that morning? It isn't like Shahar to ask so many questions about Eros. I'm going to tell you something that I haven't told anyone. He was the last to see her alive, or that's what he thinks. So I know how this probably looks slash sounds to you, but he didn't do it. They weren't even fucking. They were just participants in a few MIUC sessions a few weeks ago, and since then she's been really attached to him. But they've never had sex outside of the lab. It was the same for them as it was for everyone else. Me and Char, or Paolo and Purse. I mean, the only reason Eros and Hera have never is because after she lost it, they pumped her full of all these crazy chemicals and basically her property was condemned. I mean, even me and Apollo have, and it's not like I want to do that, right? And even he doesn't want to do that, right? Because he's not that bad a guy, but it's something they say you have to do because it's like the only part of your job. And if you don't do it, then, uh, wow, I guess you're missing out on a possible chance to save the human species. So you do it and you try to forget about it. So you go home and you have seven beers and you try not to feel like a dumpster. If nothing else, you get that you have a handful of people who know exactly what you're going through. For whatever reason, Iris was never good at separating what happened in there with what happens out here. That's how her and Apollo got started in the first place. It's a pattern. As much as she'd hate to admit it, nobody's perfect. Eros isn't perfect either, and I'm not an idiot, but we wouldn't lie to each other, okay? We don't need to. He wasn't fucking her. He was just being nice. She wasn't, she wasn't doing well. She was in a really bad place that night, so he went over there and just held her for a few hours. He woke up on her couch when the sun came up, and she was... He got out of there. There's this fallout shelter that connects all of her houses, and there's no cameras down there, so... Look, he, he would never have hurt her. Trust me. Rhea? He was with me. We passed out. When the alarm woke us up, he snuck back over to his place. Shar's questioning snaps me back to reality. Why don't his scans show that, then? He scanned into his house when his guards last saw him around five. Not a lot of, uh, 
supervision on the roof there, is there? Shar pauses. <laughs> but he wouldn't have gotten any real trouble just coming through the... Hello. We nearly smack into black as she emerges from her office. It's a former safe, in case you were wondering. She's pulling out an e-cigarette. Cool. This is my friend, Detective Orsino Blue. You'll be seeing quite a lot of him, I imagine. Cool, I think. But I say, any friend of President Black's is a friend of mine. And I shake his hand without smudging the makeup or covering my wrist tattoo. Even I have to admit this guy is spooky, and I've definitely never seen him around, which is weird. I mean, there aren't that many new faces, after all. What's up, man? Char shakes his hand, too, but he says nothing. He just nods and keeps staring at me. Cool. Well, let us know if there's anything we can do to help. We will, and we'll see you out there. And we turn to go, relieved only for a second. Oh, wait, and I feel her freezing hand on my bare shoulder. Take a rose, please. And I'm so taken aback, I actually do take one of them from her hand. She gives one to Char as well. She gives us a tight smile, and she closes the door to her office. We currently live in Minneapolis, and I'm told this place didn't used to be so hot, but now it's about 90 degrees in the summer. Add that to the fact that we're wearing all black, and I'm sweating out my eyeballs, which is convenient because I'm the only one not crying. Even Purse is getting kind of weepy. It's hard to look at, but the crowd outside isn't much better. I mean, Black could be reading the Constitution and these people would keep keening. I heard someone say this is the biggest memorial since the last natural-born citizen died. A drone overhead keeps panning and zooming over the wet faces, each one's eyes glued to a gigantic photo of Iris behind Black. Except for that detective. He's still looking right at me. My grip tightens on the rose still in my hand. I assure you all, we are doing everything in our power to find out what happened to our friend. I personally will miss her every day, as I'm sure you all will. Shar throws a hand over my shoulder. I turn to Eros. His eyes are glued to the photo. Black continues. It is imperative now that you all remain calm and keep, as always, your heads up. We must not let this event begin our slide into chaos. That is the last thing she would have wanted. Where is Hera? She should be here. She's gotta be here. Oh, wait. She's... But my search is interrupted by Shar, who is elbowing me gently. Black is nodding to me, to us. Purse and then Eros lay their roses at the base of Iris's photo. Cameras begin to snap as I make my way across the stage. One flashes and I stumble, falling into Shar's back. He helps write me. Smiling tightly, I swear I see the detective jot something down in his notepad. Why would he... Are you okay? Shar whispers. I nod, and then he holds my hand as I follow him. He drops his rose, then I step up, and... Am I fucking trembling? No, it's, it's the heat. I stare up at Iris's nostrils, her pretty face distorted at this angle. And I realize, she's never gonna be smaller than this. She's always gonna be this looming presence in my life. And for a second, I kind of miss her. I drop the rose. The stage is flooded with pink smoke. It fills my eyes and my lungs, and I drop to my knees instinctively as if I'm ducking something. Everyone around me is still screaming. The siren is almost as bad as the smoke. I cover my ears and squint through the cotton candy-colored clouds. An armed guard pulls Purse into him, rushes her to cover. I think I can hear Eros calling my name, but I can't make him out. 
It's getting thicker. My head is spinning. I focus my eyes on my hands. They stand out against the glossy, pristine marble. I crawl forwards or in whatever direction I think at the capital might be. My head is spinning. I look up, but I can't even find the sky. My chest burns from trying not to breathe. This smoke could be anything from anyone. I can't, and I smack my head on something solid. I feel bringing my face within an inch of the flat surface and then realize I've got one hand on Iris's throat, her smile still serene as it surveys the chaos, then a cool, clear voice I've never heard fills the air. The Void sends their regards. The Void? Why would they? Then a pair of dark shoes appears beside my hand on the ground. I look up at someone dressed in all black, cutting a solid figure into the ethereal pink. They sink slowly to my eye level. A face wearing a black and white clown mask raises a finger to their lips. They hold a white rose in their other hand. They drop it, then stand and fade away. At least I think they're fading away, but my vision is dim around the edges. Looks like I'm about to find out what's in this shit after all. My body takes over. My lungs draw breath without my consent. I'm coughing (coughs) a lot. My head makes contact with the cool marble ground, and somewhere far away, Char calls out to me. You'd think my lungs would be more used to inhaling smoke with all the smoking. My brain is still waking up from my little event. Not that anyone else would call it that. I spent the entire night in medical doing interviews, not that black and blue were anywhere in sight. Whoa. Pretty solid nickname for the president and the detective, right? Yeah, it was just shocking. Thank you for taking care of us. Hera is shaking hands with the guards who escorted us home. If you're sure you don't want extra coverage inside, our beefy guard of the day says, I'm sure there are people a lot more scared downtown. If Hera sounds like she's back to her old self, it's only for them. As soon as they leave, she heads for the stairs, only making a slight detour to recheck the locks. I think I'll smell like smoke for a year, (laughs) I tell her in the silence. You'd think my body would be more used to it, what with all the... smoking. Yeah, that joke doesn't work a second time either. Hera, wait, I'm sorry. I have a lot of work to do, Rhea. I fucked up. I know I did. She pauses at the top of the stairs, nods, then disappears, slamming the door behind her. When I came to, completely fine, except for badly needing a drink, she hugged me for it must have been five minutes, just standing there beside my bed, silently. And I thought maybe I should be attacked by fringe creeps more often. But as soon as the shock wore off, she was chilly again. Drink, right. Nothing is quite as soothing as the sound of ice cubes hitting a glass, not real ice cubes. Water is not for freezing. But ice cubes are metal, kept in the freezer until the last second. I pop into the kitchen to grab some, but they're so cold they burn my hand and I drop them and shit. But a pair of long, skinny fingers picks them up before I can. I jump back reflexively. Hi. Who the fuck are you? I say. My hand is feeling on the wall for the intercom and emergency alert button while I keep my eyes on the man boy? Um guy ahead of me. He's clean-shaven, light hair, light eyes, medium build, kind of short, actually totally average, except for one thing. He's young. He's like me. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I I thought they would tell you I'm 
He stammers, but I've stopped listening because I'm crossing the small space between us. All of the events of today with the void with Hera, and from yesterday with the rage about Black keeping this mystery unit from us has vanished and been replaced by... Wonder. I reach out to touch his face, but catch myself. Um, yes? And I ask him something I've never asked anyone before. How old are you? Oh, um, yeah, sure, I'm... 22. I'm, I'm Clark. That's, that's my name. Did no one tell you I was coming? You're just, you're, you're the same age as me. As us. This time he takes a step back from me. President Black sent me here this morning, but then I saw on the news. They didn't think any of the other units would be as, um, they just thought you and your sister would be the most hospitable for tonight. Today was crazy with all the, well, I'm sure I don't have to tell you. Yeah, rare to see them do something so close to, well, us. Them? You've never heard of the Void? And his blank stare answers my question. What rock did you crawl out from under? It's more of a bunker, really. They're this resistance movement. I saw a message the other night. I cut myself off, walk quickly to my library. He follows. I pull out my copy of Godot off the shelf. Gotta be something with the air or mourning. Might be easier to find if you had the digital version. You do have the digital version of something, right? Paper books are such a, I mean, they're certainly a treasure, but I hear him, I'm just not listening. Are the void actors, then? If you had to pick an existential voice for your fight against a bleak, oppressive world, why wouldn't you pick Beckett? Another blank stare. Oh boy. Forget Beckett, this guy's been more influenced by Orwell, and I'm not talking about farm animals. His look changes like he's heard me. Sorry, I don't. Nobody I grew up with still seemed to care about entertainment things. He gestures with my posters. People didn't stop caring, they just weren't allowed to make it anymore. I mean, they donated all their efforts to more political works, right? Yeah, donated. Now he breaks, laughs. You're a lot like how they said you'd be. Now it's his turn to educate me. I had to read up on all of you on the flight, you see, um, just your files. I cross to the wet bar, pour myself that whiskey. All right, let's hear it. Hear what? What old Rosalind Black really thinks of us. She lets you call her by her first name. No. I sit, stare at him. Oh, come on, I can't. Either you're talking or you're walking. He doesn't seem to know I don't have that authority. Persephone tests really well, really intelligent. She does like to... I mean, she goes through a lot of chaperones, right? And guards and drivers. Nothing too newsworthy there. Sharon spends a lot of time in the gym, right? Maybe too much time? They don't really know why he keeps building up. Also got himself into a bit of hot water with uh, President Black after a certain weekend with a Russian diplomat, right? Shar does put the personal in personal training. I pull a cigarette from my case. Clark acts like I pulled a dinosaur out of my pocket. That a cigarette. Do you want one? Didn't know they still made those. I light up. They don't. Bother you much as I'll kill you. Bother you much, you'll die anyway. I imitate his accent as I blow smoke. <laughs> well, I can see why you like Eros. Ah, this is the good stuff. His files, mostly police clippings, actually. And tabloid reports. Did he really steal a cop car? Not on his own. Did he really crash it? That I take no credit for. I don't think your government is his biggest fan. Our government... Clark. His future section was nearly empty, almost like they've got no plans for him. There's a few notes about you and your relationship. 
Tess better than Shaw. And you, well, I mean, you have the genes for success. We have a future section. Just predictions as to what tests and things to run, what positions they might be able to steer you into. Quite generic, really, except for, well, Iris, shocker, president of, like, the world. Kind of comforting, though, that Black isn't planning on running for a hundredth consecutive term. Yeah, she's um, a character. Didn't seem like the first time to meet her, though, considering... Yeah, she's busy building a fucking shrine. He seems taken aback by my callousness. Everyone was upset, not just here. I woke up to my guards, weeping. My pilot was nearly too shaken up to... Do you want a drink? I don't wait for a response. I pour him a glass and thrust it towards him. Can you water this down? We don't have enough clean water for that. Drink up. People are thirsty pretty much everywhere else. He reluctantly accepts the glass, cautiously sips. So, what'd you read about me? You're supposed to be sort of scathing, actually. They also think you have issues with authority. The government thinks everyone has issues with authority. I sit beside him on the couch. I refill his glass with mine. And, of course, I read about your sister. That whole generation was... Yeah, well, I think the idea was that they would be the last, but, uh, here we are. Um, now they just function as our chaperones, uh, which are basically just babysitters. Um, at least the most responsible ones. Or the ones who pretend to be the most responsible. Do you have the same condition? I freeze. I don't have a condition, I say. But your sister did. Isn't that the reason they... Never mind. They didn't fucked with her. She might have... This is not a conversation we're gonna have here. Or anywhere else, Rhea. I turn and Harris standing on the stairs. I hop up and away from the offending visitor. She descends, passes me, and extends her hand to Clark. I was just... She talks over me. It's great to finally meet you. Thank you for having me. I'm sorry, I... It's fine, but I do have to step out. Wait, stay. He's telling me what people really think of me. It's very funny. I don't think you'll need my opinion then. Don't smoke in here, Rhea. Without another word, she exits. I sink onto the couch. I'm sorry, I didn't know. It was such a touchy subject. It's the iris thing. It's got everyone on edge. You didn't care for her much, did you? I did not care for her. I didn't necessarily like her, but I was used to her. When there's only five of you, or you think there's only five of you, I will miss her, just not in the way some people who didn't know her will. She seemed very kind. When we were nine, Shylock, our handler, you'll meet him, gave us these gold bracelets from India. Someone was taking a lot of pictures, and one of the flashes must have scared me or something, so I dropped mine. Fucking thing slipped right down whatever drain, and yeah, I guess I looked kind of upset, so Iris takes hers off and gives it to me. Cameras ate it up, and even then I couldn't help thinking this was going to be the rest of our lives, everyone loving her, sharing with her. There was a long pause, and I'm not quite sure why. It wasn't right what was happening with Eros, Clark says, and all the blood rushes to my ears at once. There was nothing happening with Eros. Didn't you read Persephone's thing? Eros didn't come up in it at all. No, the one from tonight. No one would have told Persephone about anything with Eros. The only people who knew are me, him, and Hera, and the color escapes Clark's face like a gasp, or a scream, or a secret. I thought you knew. I'm standing and I'm not sure why. I need to know what you know, Clark. The, the new Tess with Eros. She had a crush on him. That was it. I inform him and assure myself. 
It had been going on for some months. There were these special hormones she was on and they were taking, and according to Persephone, they thought Eros was her best match. I thought you knew. That's apparently why he was going over there that night. I don't know if he's talking faster or now I'm just thinking faster. That all sounds like total bullshit, but how else could she have known he was going over there? I mean, the only people, again, who know are me, Hera, Eros, and could she really have been close? Why was it a secret? Why? What about her was working? She could be wrong. For him, it could have just been, what treatments did they have her on? It was just referred to as something based off of what worked with Hera and what didn't with, um, with you. Persephone wrote that? Of course she did. The cigarette has burned down to a stub. That's why they didn't want you to know, besides the fact that you and Eros were together. No one knew, though, not until tonight. It feels like a spring is winding up somewhere in my head. It gets tighter and tighter as each revelation hits Eros and Iris. Iris had been ovulating. Months, months, months. I feel like I'm going to scream, and then someone actually does scream. Someone I know. Eros, I drop my cigarette on the floor and run outside without even putting on shoes. What the fuck? A sea of flashbulbs erupts around Eros as he's pulled kicking and screaming from his house. Shar and a few guards push reporters away from him, but a couple of news drones are already circling overhead. What the fuck is going on? Persephone wonders out loud while Dion keeps the swell of chaos from touching her. Rhea, I'm gonna need you to come with me for a bit. The detective is a few feet away from me, but I put more distance between us as I run for arrows. Apollo steps in my way. I push him to the ground. Rhea, he says. Fuck off, Apollo, and I keep running. They're trying to push Eros into a cop car, but he's struggling and he smacks his head against the roof and he sees me and starts saying, Rhea, I didn't do it, I didn't do it, I didn't do it. And as I'm staring at him, a thin line of blood starts to trickle from his forehead. His arms restrained, one leg inside the car, a million flashes bursting like shrapnel shells. All I can think to say is, you should have told me. And even in that moment, he knows what I'm talking about. I feel a cold, fat hand wrap around my wrist. A voice pushes hot air into my ear. I wasn't asking. You're wanted for questioning. The detective pulls me towards him, towards the car, and I'm so stunned I don't even fight. I'm searching the crowd, and then I see her. Hera's rushing towards me. You can't take her, you said. She cries, and just as the door slams, I manage to ask her, what did you do? 